We going? All right. Awesome. Cool. All right. I'm on a new phone, so things are a little weird for me here, but I'm here with uh, a very special guest who your last name, I think, is the same as my first name. Please introduce yourself. Who are you? What do you do? All right. Well, it's very similar. Uh, I'm Liam Glynn from WSOU 89.5 FM, the uh, loudest rock in New York, New Jersey. So I am currently the assistant promotions director at WSOU. So we do a lot of planning, um, a lot of planning with concerts, giveaways, things like that. We work with bands and I'm also a DJ. So I do go on air for a couple hours every week and put the music on. So I've got a lot of varied interests, I guess, within the radio station. I do a decent amount. Yeah, I um I went to William Patterson and uh, we have a we do a lot of stuff with our radio station too. Uh, <laughs> funny, funny enough, I was just like while we were setting this up, shout out to Frank for uh, helping set this up. But while we were you know in the process of doing this, I heard uh, WSOU for the first time and I heard a song I really liked. I wish I could remember the name of it. It's it's something by uh, Rise Against. It's called Dream Something. You know? Oh, Bro- Broken Dreams Incorporated. Oh, that song is so good. I've never heard it before, before I heard it on your station. Yeah, that's, um, I think that's like a brand new song. Yeah, we just got that in. And yeah, that's funny. William Patterson, Um, we do, I have yet to do it since like, i am only been there for like two years now, but on a national college radio day or something like that, I think they always have like, um, I think it's at William Patterson. And I think, I think Montclair too, there's like a big dodgeball competition with the, uh, the management boards of the radio stations. So yeah, that's, that's funny that you brought that up. You guys, you know, do you guys kick our ass ever? Um, you know, I don't know. I've never been there. I'm not sure. <laughs> Sorry, I know I had to muffle my language and I already messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will not, I will not curse, Liam. Trust me, I will do my best. I'm an Italian kid right. from Jersey. Sometimes it just slips out. All right. It's all right. It's okay. When we go to post it up, we'll uh, we'll take it out. <laughs> oh, man. So yeah. So tell me how you got into, you know, what got you into wanting to do radio? Um, you know, just for me personally, I. I grew up, you know, being in my dad's truck. Um, my dad was very conservative. So I listened to all those like, you know, Rush Limbaugh type guys and like Sean Hannity and Mark Levin. And that's not the, you know, I, I have my own opinions and stuff now, but just listening to the radio and all the music all the time, all the classic rock, it, it got me into making my own music and doing this. So what, what was kind of your start into wanting to do radio and, and music stuff? Yeah, it's interesting because I never actually until maybe like a month or two ago wanted to do radio because I got into WSU um it really wasn't the reason why I went to Seton Hall because I wanted to get into I personally wanted to get into politics which so my I have a minor in political science now and a major in public relations but yeah so awesome yeah right so I went to Seton Hall and I knew that I I like public speaking I like debating I like policy and things like that so I thought that poli side would have been like the perfect route for me but after going to, I started at WSU just because I love the music. And I mean, I've been into, I've been into metal and punk probably forever. My earliest memory of music, I think I was in like second grade, listening to the Back in Black album by ACDC with my dad. So again, yeah, like basically, yeah, I was kind of born to love heavy metal. So I'd been a fan of WSU, uh, I guess from when I was like 15 or 16. So now years later, I'm working there. It's pretty awesome. Like I get psyched about it sometimes too. Like I realize, like, hey, I'm, I work at WSU. That's crazy. Yeah. So getting into radio, it's unique because I know a lot of schools, they only accept people or some schools accept people into the radio programs that want to do broadcasting or communications. But SOU was open to literally everybody. So 
yeah, you know, if you're a business major, an accountant major, like literally anything. So I went into political science just because I liked heavy metal music, but then they converted me. So now I'm public relations. And uh, yeah, so that was my draw into my draw into radio really was just the music. But then I found out that radio was really cool and there's actual jobs in music. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. So I'm wondering about that, too, because um, there's always like this this. It's, well, obviously, it's happening. There's this technological shift change. And we're seeing it with, you know, I, I'm exactly the same as you. I was a communication slash PR major, poli sci minor. That's wild. It's awesome. But, yeah, that's crazy. I, those two things, um, one of my professors said they were a very dangerous mix. But um, so, yeah, like there's this thing with journalism where traditional journalism is being converted to like social media journalism. Um, do you see that kind of going the same way with with radio and the things like podcasts? Do you think it'll be more we're still going to have radio, but do you think it's still going to, you think it's going to be in a different format in a few years, like overall? Yeah, I could definitely see that. Cause even within, I mean, yeah, like you said, there's always going to be radio because you know, even, even now, like with the internet, there's still newspapers and people always want the older stuff and radio adapts, but WSU, we have like, we have a streaming setup. So it's on, if you go on iHeartRadio.com, you have the iHeartRadio app, you type in 89.5 WSU and you get whatever, whatever is on air live right now, break like on air breaks giveaway competitions things like that it also streams so you'll definitely always need a, a dj like to put the music on you always need a dj to do the personality for it but you don't really need to tune into an fm station necessarily because we get we get i think a hundred thousand listeners weekly is usually like our average so like, we have a pretty big reach but i think like 85 to 90,000 of them are FM. So it's still mostly FM, but then we have like a good 10,000 people that listen just on streaming. So yeah, like tech, we are still a radio station, but I think it probably would be possible to have a radio station without actually a radio antenna or whatever, you know, you could just upload your stuff, you know, live on the internet. Yeah, so people, yeah, it, it changes. People always want to hear people talk and be introduced to new music and have that I think that mix between talking and music is really important too. having like a DJ such as yourself. So that's never going to go away. I think, like you said, too, it's just really about the format. It's probably going to go to streaming like iHeartRadio has really been great with, you know, helping out radio stations. And um, so what are some I mean, because I've been out of the metal and rock game for a while. Uh, <laughs> you know, I like punk like you, but, you know, I like a lot of like new stuff. I like the new MGK. I like the new Blink-182. I've been out of the metal game for a long time. Used to be a huge Metallica fan. I made burn CDs of Metallica and like Limp Bizkit, which is, you know, new metal, but I know people will hate that. But mm -hmm. so like, what, what's going on in the metal world right now? Because I, I, I've been out of it for a while. And I'm trying to, you know, maybe get back into it. It's very interesting. I mean, I think that metal and what I see also from the radio station, like, cause we get new music in like almost every week we have a lot of different, there's a lot of different categories of new music too, that we have. It's not just like new music, like everything's lined up and organized. And, you know, if anyone listens to the station, they'll notice that every couple songs, we, we have something new, whether it's like brand new out today, just came out this morning or whether it came out like two weeks ago to a month ago, there's always something new, but it also varies a lot. Like a lot of the new stuff we've been putting in recently is like live, re live releases of older albums, like Motorhead, had some live stuff that we just put in. Ozzy had some live stuff we just put in. So those guys, like those those powerhouses, they still dominate. And if you look at bands like like Metallica or Iron Maiden, you, know, you could spend, gosh, six hundred dollars probably on tickets to get good tickets. But 
so they still dominate. But I guess, you know, as far as up and comers, I mean, there's there's a lot like there's one band, one of my favorite bands, I guess my favorite up and comer would be this band called Barry Tomorrow. They're very like metal Corey. They're from see, but they're from the early 2000s, but they're just kind of starting to make a name for themselves now, you know, 15 years later. So it's weird. There's not necessarily a lack of new bands, but I don't think that there's an like an injection of young blood as much as there as much as there used to be maybe yeah because iron maiden and bands like that still dominate for the most part there's a there's a huge punk resurgence going on like a pop punk resurgence right now and i think i I have a feeling that the next thing that's going to see a resurgence is um kind of a mix between metalcore and that which is emo core i think that's going to come back pretty hard kind of soon we're already seeing um because rap's kind of going through a punk phase and it's it's evolving into pop punk and that's i think that's just going to go in cycles um do you think metal is going to have its own cycle come back yeah, definitely. And I just think it's funny that you mentioned um, like rap going through punk too, because Corey Taylor, the front man from uh, Slipknot, just put out his new album CMFT. So we've been playing tracks off that, and the one features two rappers, uh, Tech Nine and Kid Bookie. And I like Tech Nine. Yeah, so they're in there with Corey Taylor on this like metal folk album. It's very interesting, and um, yeah, the the emo stuff too, and the pop punk. That's also big. It's not really metal, but it's very closely tied together like there's a we have a show at the station called under the stars it's um tuesday nights 10 to midnight and they play all emo stuff that doesn't it's not really heavy enough for like our mainstream playlist but they still have that and there's something else between the cracks which is like not heavy enough for under the stars but or maybe too heavy for under the stars but not heavy enough for like main rotation so yeah we get a lot of variety but with metal like making a comeback i definitely think so i um i did an interview actually with if you're familiar with ronnie james dio yeah yeah yeah, from black sabbath so i interviewed his wife wendy dio because he's passed away like a decade ago so it was kind of like a legacy interview and she said that she's never seen people listen to their to their parents music more so than she does now and it's really interesting because that's why metal's coming back but yeah so i definitely i definitely feel that like a lot of people probably listen to their parents music more so now than i than before i guess but Definitely like what you asked before, like what's going on. It's a lot of the older names like Dio, Iron Maiden, and even working at the station, people call up at requests. I mean, they do request the new stuff, but most of it is older bands, like classic music. Yeah, I see that too. Um, I mean, we saw Post Malone had that really great song with Ozzy Osbourne, uh, Take What You Want. And then Ozzy came out with a song, instrumentally sounds very similar to it, called Under the Graveyard. Mm -hmm. Really good. So, you know, there's a... As we're seeing with the pop punk uh, revival, I think retro is super cool right now. You see a bunch of people like this is the first time in a long time I've seen people wear band shirts. And if you ask them about it, they're like, yeah, I actually do like that band. Like 10 years ago or like five years ago, whatever. Whenever we were both in high school, it was more like, oh, I'm just wearing this sublime shirt. I don't or like this uh, Joy Division shirt but because that became such a meme. I think people actually started to listen to that more and retro became cool. So people do listen to Kiss now, which is like blows my mind because I, I just think Kiss is not that great in general. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, people listen to Kiss and Ozzy and Black Sabbath and, you know, they are, are realizing that there's more than just the pop hits. Like Black Sabbath has a deep, deep, deep discography that you don't hear on the radio. Like you don't hear songs like Air Dance or um, After Forever. And, and there's just so much content out there. So I think people are kind of, crate digging through things like spotify and through radio stations like yours yeah that's um 
Yeah, well, you said Spotify, too. That kind of, like, hits the nail right in the head because we do post playlists and things on Spotify, which that's obviously not as popular as the actual radio station. But, again, like, yeah, the Internet definitely helps us out a lot, which kind of almost sounds, like, counterproductive, I guess. Like, why would you want to get into streaming as a radio station? Like, it's going to push us out. But it's kind of the opposite, yeah, because people definitely listen to us that wouldn't before since they have access to those things. And, yeah, you mentioned that Ozzy song. That's funny. that He did one with Elton John, too, Ordinary Man. Nelton John was singing in it, which is definitely worth a listen. I think we were playing that at the station. But that's what I mean. Like, these these old guys, they, these old bands, they really just do not – they don't give up. They don't die. So, yeah, you know, you, you talk about new music and you anticipate, you know, dudes like in their 20s coming out with some some crazy stuff, but it's not. It's just Ozzy. <laughs> yeah, I think that's um, – I'm a big professional wrestling fan, and I kind of see that now with pro wrestling too, more more so than – like the new new guys it the way professional wrestling works is like new guys work their way up for years and years and years and then they get like into the spotlight mm-hmm. but the guys who are popular now i mean chris jericho was the champion of uh aew last year and he's been around for 30 years now and, it, and like guys like brock lesnar are like the most popular and even guys who were popular 10 years ago like dean ambrose uh, who's john moxley now and i think we're going to see the same with music now more so that people realize that art is more timeless than it's it seems right so for the longest time you know we're told uh like i remember when i was in middle school it was so lame to listen to older music and now it's like the cool thing because i was listening to like old rappers like big l a tribe called quest and people like thought that was kind of lame uh for the most part but now like that's the cool thing to listen to so do you think there's kind of this um what would you call it? I guess it's like a trend of the new becoming retro once they've kind of set their foot again, because I feel like a lot of times uh, when we were growing up, whatever was pop, like you expected them to be the legends in the future. And it's kind of reversed, actually. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I think a lot of it kind of has to do. You're talking about the band T-shirts before. SOU actually just made a Facebook post um, or an Instagram or something like that and ask people for their opinions. You know, what do you think about people wearing band t-shirts? They don't like the bands, but yeah, I think a lot of that stuff got commercialized almost just really so that people can, can say, Hey, look at this cool t-shirt. This is Ambi on it or whatever. It's Iron Maiden. It's Eddie, you know, but yeah, then all that exposure ultimately is good for the music, but yeah, WSU, at least I, from what I see, does tap into like a younger crowd, but the music isn't necessarily coming from a younger crowd. Like it is like the, um, like the Broken Dreams Incorporated song, that's new music, obviously. But yeah, there are definitely a lot of younger people that are getting into the older music, which it's good. I mean, there's really no drawbacks to it. It's good for the bands. It's good for us as a radio station. We want people to listen to classic music. But yeah, it's just interesting that um, not that like rap and pop are fading away, obviously, because those are like the big music genres right now. But that's something that was huge in 1980, kind of like took a lull and now is like getting hyped back up, which is interesting. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's so weird that like something that two years ago people were calling dad rock, which I still, you know, there still is dad rock where it's like mm-hmm. it's so dated and, uh, you know, it makes you uncomfortable because they're just like, just like, I don't know. I love Centerfold by the Jay Giles band, but that's mm-hmm. that's dad rock. As yeah, dad rock get, you know, do you think that you think the resurgence and kind of more of this, you know, it was called like rage rock in the, you know, the 2000s, but well you know just more like not provocative but I I think because of the way things are politically and divisive now people are kind of turning to more alternative music and I I think that's a trend throughout history when there's more 
when people feel like they're isolated socially, they kind of, and right now it's definitely a time we don't even know who the president is. I don't think I haven't been checking social media. Yeah, we, uh, I was actually just on, um, I don't even remember what it was like a Associated Press or something as a ticker going, yeah, we, they don't know yet. <laughs> I think it's whoever wins Pennsylvania is probably going to win. I was listening yeah. to Joe Rogan, Kyle Kalinske, and mm-hmm. last night, and that's what Kyle was saying. But yeah, do you, th- do you think because of the way things are, um, and, and music is timeless, so there's all this new alternative music, but people are also turning to this older alternative music because it speaks to them now? Yeah, I definitely think so, because if you listen to basically all, all punk and really all metal music, whether it means to be or not, is political in a sense. And not necessarily political as like, I like this candidate or I like this party, but it all kind of says something about society, which is kind of what drew me to metal music and what drew me to punk music. That It's kind of like, it's like a sort of social commentary, even when it doesn't mean to be. And a lot of what people, um, a lot of what people, I guess, kind of sleep on it or don't like about it. Like my, my family, I'm very fortunate that, everyone in my house really is a metalhead. Like my parents grew up listening to WSU. That's kind of how I got into it, my uncles and everything. So I don't have any issues, you know, blasting Slipknot or Iron Maiden or something like that in my room when I was younger. Like it really doesn't matter. But yeah, a lot of people, you know, not even just older people, but a lot of kids my age, like, you know, our age, they don't, they don't like it because it's loud, because it's like fast. It's kind of like very in your face. But if you actually look at lyrical content, like nine out of 10 times, I would say it's 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 smart. Like it's actually very intelligent stuff. It's just very in your face, almost like um like the idea of shock rock, like Alice Cooper, like gets up on stage and, and does crazy things. Like that's just what it is. Like they just want to get your attention. So they scream really loud, they bang on things. But then once you're listening, once they have your attention, there's actually really good ideas behind it. So that's why I like why I like, you know, met the metal music. And I think the WSU does a good job at, I mean, obviously like we don't endorse anything, you know, we're just a, a school nonprofit, you know, radio, radio station. But I think that we just do a good job of presenting like a lot of intellectually stimulating songs. Like I, I genuinely do believe that there's, cause there's some stuff written on our website. Like you can look at our mission statement and everything. And one of the things that people always point to like in defending, you know, and just saying good things about the station. Like, oh, you know, they say that what they, I don't remember what the quote is, but something about how we're more family friendly than like mainstream rap or pop music. And like, we're less provocative. And and truthfully, it sounds like it would be more provocative. Like it sounds like it would be more angry when you first listen to it. But really like once you actually start listening, it's not. There's there's one band that we play uh, called Beartooth. I don't know if you're familiar with them. They're a really, really good band. And they have a song called Body Bag. And it's super heavy, super loud, super angry and fast. And you would think that it's going to be violent. But the song is actually about making good choices. And at the end, he's like, don't end up in a body bag. And I don't remember what the other lines are. But yeah, that's why like, I, I think that things like that, they're just good messages. And good messages really never, never go away. Obviously, you know, whatever's going on, you always want to make good decisions, be a good person. So yeah, that's why I think metal kind of comes back because it does reinforce being a good person, I believe. And that's a lot of music too, right? Like music always, because of marketing and because of people not, you know, people judging books by their cover, mm-hmm. often get, um, they often get labeled as things they're not, right? So mm-hmm. obviously like Marilyn Manson was like a shock rock guy who's trying to be very provocative, talks about a lot of smart stuff too. But if you just if everything you know about metal is Marilyn Manson, you're not going to look at like songs that are really like thought provoking. Like a lot of his songs are, but songs outside of what guys like that make, you know, like um, the song Afterlife by Avenged Sevenfold. 
I think like that's a real thought provoking song. Yeah. Um, Slipknot people you look at Slipknot on T-shirts and like I'm speaking from my own experience and think they're just like a like a like a screamo man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like not even knowing what screamo is or mean blah blah blah. You know, like just using that as a epithet term. But really, like they have songs like um, Duality, where it's like barely any any growling or anything like that, and like <laughs> uh, Corey Taylor has a country Christmas song. He does stuff with Stone Sour. People don't really look into this, and I see it with rap too. Lil Xan, another example. People think, oh, he's just stupid, doesn't make uh, smart music. He just wants to promote drugs. A lot of his music is about telling kids not to do drugs because he had you know, mate, he's sober now. He made a ton of bad choices. He's actually a really smart kid. I, I heard him uh, on the Tim Dillon show. And he, a lot of his music is saying like, don't do drugs because they're not good for you. And if people really just, you know, like I, anyone who reads books out there, imagine that your, your favorite book had a cover that you didn't like, and then you read the content. That's basically what we're saying here. Just give things a chance to not like them or like them. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I know you mentioned Marilyn Manson before. His music is definitely off limits at uh, at WSOU. I mean, for good reason, right? Because sometimes a lot of people are provocative because they want to make you think. Sometimes you don't know. Sometimes people are just very, there obviously is always music out there that is outright, you know, kind of inappropriate and violent in, in some respects. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, WSOU, I mean, on top of, because for all radio, there's like FCC guidelines. You can't curse, you can't say certain things. There's licensing, you know, there's all different kinds of stuff that, I don't really know how it works, but, but there's rules that we, you know, and, and in addition to that, WSU, like, you know, we always fall back on, we are actually like a Catholic radio station. So, you know, we're connected to Seton Hall. So all the students, all the staff, everybody does, you know, that's the thing. It's like a lot of people tend to, I, I don't know, go a little more extreme. Like you should play more extreme music or blah, blah, blah. But no, we, we actually do believe in the ideals of the school and the ideals of, um, you know, just being independent and, accepting things that are thought-provoking but also you know like the catholic ideals of the university and the radio station always ring true so like anything really that has to do with that's anti-religion anything that has to do with like sex anything that's sexually provocative like that or anything that has to do with the drugs and like in the instance of someone like little zan like talking like i used to do drugs that's different but it's more like anything that advocates like yeah drugs or anything that advocates like evil against religion like obviously we're not going to play that because those are not good people but yeah like for the most part yeah a lot of a lot of musicians do get kind of slept on and judged and Corey taylor is definitely one of them i know he he had a very rough past like a rough childhood some mental health issues and things like that and a lot of artists do like that's you know how you get good art is coming from dark places and things but he cleaned himself up and he has a wife and kids and he sings music and the thing yeah it's like very shock rocky they wear the mask with the spikes sticking out of their head and they're slamming on on giant it's not even drums they take like not they take giant like oil drums or something i think it is and they bash them with like baseball bats like it's crazy stuff that they do on stage but yeah like it's all just about his journey on how he became like a better person so i think that's an important thing that we do too is obviously the music is there i mean whenever i start my show off i'm always like you know i'm the liam at wsu can't wait to what do I say? Like, get you started off in the morning, loud, fast, and angry thrash metal, blah, blah, blah. Let's get some municipal waste on. Like, that's cool. But yeah, I also think that since we're reaching a, a younger crowd, like we said, than ever before, we also do try to keep it like good, good, good for kids to listen to, like, you know, thought provoking, but also we don't want to, there's no, there's no need for like excessive violence. There's no need to promote drug use or anything because there are thought provoking ideas out there that don't have excessive violence and, and things like that. Yeah, exactly. And 
you know, I, I don't personally care what people talk about in their, their music, but you know, you guys also have the right to not play it. And I think people might forget that, you know, like you have your values and your morals and stuff. And if people want to hear stuff about violence, they can just go to Spotify or whatever. And you know what I mean? But you know, you guys, if they want to find new great music that, you know, um, thought provokes, you know, listen to WSOU. Uh, what's the, what station are you guys? It's uh, it's, it's 89.5 is the, uh, fm number on there so if you tune in but yeah so yeah like just like you said you know it is like wsu obviously yeah we're not like independent we are with seton hall as i said before so super dedicated and i think that's really it's very unique it's very interesting right because when you look at like i guess if you're from like the mainstream not really from like the metal community you would look at it and be like how can you have heavy metal at a catholic school like a lot of people ask that question is that compatible but yeah i mean every single song we play lends something to like you know the school's academic integrity like is thought-provoking is new ideas but it also supports the catholic values by being like thought-provoking you know because nothing that we're putting out there is really nothing that we put out there is advocating violence it's all carefully reviewed things like that but yeah it's just good music and Yeah, it is. Like, even when I listen to some of it, I'm like, oh, my oh my gosh, what is this? This is so brutal. But then you just take a second and you think, oh, no, it's actually talking about saving the environment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, um, I really like what you're saying, too, because there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of people that might say, like, oh, like, you know, free speech, play whatever you want. It's like, you can listen to that. It's out there. Just, you know, that's not what you guys play. And, you know, you have just as much right to not play it because you're, you're, you know, you're an independent radio station. So it's up to you guys what you want to play and the stuff you put out there, you know, it has the values, but you guys are also a school too. You know what I mean? Like, like you can't, even like William Patterson, that's not a Catholic school, can't play things like, um, oh, I, I'm trying to think of something crazy. I don't even know crazy music. Uh, like you can't play Gigi Allen or something, you know? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. Um, What's, sorry. No, yeah, that's just, that's, yeah, that's the, the thing, yeah, obviously there is more, and with anything, with rap, with metal, any type of rock, there's always like the extreme side. And it's just in life, like, you know, you meet people who are just in extreme, people who are crazy, you know, they're not good people. But yeah, you know, WSU just, we've got a whole, there's a whole long list of core values up on our website, you know, professionalism, uh, things like that, creativity. And then, yeah, it all just ties back to, we do believe in the pillars that the, that the school promotes as well. It's not like we're, we're not trying to, you know, throw anybody off, but yeah, it all, it all works in unison, which is what I think is definitely unique with the station. Cause not even just WSU, but yeah, I'm sure even William Patterson station probably butts heads with the university over creative differences or things like that. But I think that we, that we do, I mean, not to, I don't know, see, I don't want to brag, but like, I, I think that we do a pretty exceptional job of playing this crazy hardcore thrash metal and also actually like furthering the the catholic ideals that the school was founded upon i don't know how the early wsu people did it but they found a way to make a both work <laughs> i was gonna ask you you know like i don't I, I mean i don't know if, how deep of the history do you know but was it was it originally hard to convince the school to allow there to be a, like a like a metal station at a catholic school because for a long time i mean there's a lot of um there's a lot of misconceptions about metal music obviously you know we just talked about it all um, it, it, and you know, there's like these broad associations that are really much more nuanced. Was it a hard sell? I, you know, not that I, not that I know of really, we, we started off in 1948. It was just small. I think they started off in the gym or something like that, just playing music. They did news. There are a lot of guys in, uh, 
there's a lot of guy, older guys that come back to the station too for like mentoring things. And it yeah. really was just news. Like they were just talking news on air all day, but it's interesting hearing from them. And then they started to move into classic rock. I know they played some Billy Joel stuff like that. I always get old playlists posted up by alums on Facebook that people send around like, Oh, look at these bands you played Van Halen and everything. But no, I think that everyone at the station takes it like it, what we have on our website is not, it's not a joke. Like, you know, we wrote up, you know, like they write, we're dedicated to these core values. We're dedicated to this from the Catholic university, this from the, the faith, but we're also, you know, thought provoking and freedom of speech and all, all the, you know, all those things that we were saying that goes along with media, but as a, an assistant manager, like I can tell you that the executive board, which is like the student managers, they don't, it's not a joke. Like everybody actually tries to embody that the best that they can. So as far as I know, I mean, now it's just been the natural progression of the music has also been reflected in the station, but we haven't played anything, anything crazy. You know, you know, we, we don't play anything disgusting because it's, you know, it's, it's not, it's not good for people to hear. So, you know, we, we don't want to play something disgusting to expose the kids or expose to other people on campus. So we just play stuff that, um, you know, that us as well as the university, you know, things has some type of artistic value to it. So no, yeah, I don't think that they're, um, I have not at least firsthand seen any big issues. That's awesome. That's really great to hear, actually. Like, I love hearing that. Like, yeah, let's just, I mean, there's always a line with everything, right? And, you know, it's up to the to the school or the business, whatever it is, the person to decide what that line is. And, like, I think you guys do it right. And, and the fact that you stick to the values is important, too. Um, so uh, are you listening right now to any other music besides metal? Like, what kind of stuff are you listening to outside of outside of metal music? Man, I, I really do listen to a little bit of everything. Um, I've loved music forever. So, you know, metal, punk, all that. Um, what else am I listening to right now? I love I love older rap music. Really, I do. Like you said, Tribe Called Quest, things. Uh, you know, groups like that, I love. Um, hmm, let me think, let me think. I've been listening to a lot of old, you know, this is funny because we've been saying that younger people are now getting into older music. I listen to a lot of like older kind of like soulful R&B type of music, the OJs, the Spinners, Temptations, things like that. I do. I do like myself some thrash metal, but also, you know, I, I, it's good to calm down once in a while. Yeah, you can't, I feel like you can't trust people who don't have an eclectic music taste. <laughs> Same exact thing. Um, I listen to like the Fallout New Vegas playlist, which is all old Western music. Mm -hmm. Um. I've been listening to a lot of Sam Cooke lately, but then I'll also listen to like Annie Up by uh, MOP, which, which is just like yelling and rap and uh, or like Little Wayne, you know, you need to. Mm -hmm. it, it's like art is like a book, which is like a conversation and you need to have conversations or um, you need to, you know, listen to art, look at art from all different different places in the world, different forms of life. And that, I feel like that helps you grow as a person a lot. Yeah, and what a lot of people also don't realize is I'll plug some WSU uh, promotion oh, yeah. stuff in here now, but we don't really, we actually don't just play metal. There's like a 90s show. Um, there's a, a specific punk show. There's one where we play just like unsigned local bands. There's an 80s music show. We've got, um, as I said before, the, the emo music. We do have a specialty show for um, for rap. That one's like, I think the one's called What You've Been Missing. And then there's another one called For the Record where they actually spin vinyl because all our stuff now is digital. We don't actually use CDs or vinyl. But what you um, sorry, For the Record actually plays mostly like 70s music, like oldies, but they spin it on records. So yeah, all that stuff, usually once we hit eight o'clock at night, they move away from the main like hard rock heavy metal programming. And then we move into these specialty shows from like eight to midnight. So that's something that like, yeah, we try to diversify as well because, yeah, we, we 
most people at the station do like heavy metal, but we don't just like heavy metal, you know, like rap, like older, you know, the, the oldies, some soul, some Fleetwood Mac type stuff. So yeah, it's good that, yeah, the station lets students basically do when it comes to programming and putting stuff on air. I mean, again, as long as it, as long as it follows all the regulations we have to follow, we can really put anything we want. Like we don't actually have to be, you know, thrash metal all day, every day. Like we, you know, we, we could put on what we want. So that's what we do at night. We definitely branch out and give people some, extra music <laughs> no i love it too because um and and like you know that, co that comes from a genuine and real place when and i really don't mean to talk uh smack to wpu and jay <laughs> but um they, they would have this one like bump where they would say it was so annoying because i wish to work at the school so i would hear it all the time it would just be like give us your cowboys you're gangsters you're thugs and i'd be like that's cringy and then also like they would say that they play such a mix of music but it was a lie, you know, they would they would put like the the heavy metal or the hip hop at like 12 o'clock in the morning so no one could hear it. And then I don't know what they're doing now, but this is what they would do back in the day, um, like two years ago. And then throughout the day, they would literally just play the same rotation of songs. It was just Mac DeMarco, Mac DeMarco, Mac, DeMar Mac DeMarco and the Smiths. And that's all they would play. So, yeah, I mean, like I like that, you know, it sounds like you guys are very um not to down in WPU, it's a great radio station, but, you know, you guys are very open, like, yeah, like, we don't all, you know, we play metal most of the time, but, you know, on these days, we'll play, like, 70s rock, and we'll spin stuff on vinyls or whatever. Yeah, we, um, if you go online, actually, WSU.net is our website, so, I mean, for anyone out there that's interested, basically anything we need to know about the station is at WSU.net, but there is also a programming schedule, and if you take a look at that, I mean, yeah, again, Monday through Friday, basically 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. is like hard, hard stuff. It, it, it's heavy metal. But then, you know, we don't just throw we are 24 hours too. like we're 24 seven. We never stop. So we have that. That's also an advantage for us because we have a lot of room to play around and we can really plug in a lot of different programming because we're not ever strapped for time. I mean, the station to run in 24 seven, I, I think like for for decades i maybe forever but at least for you know before i was born for 50 years or something like that it's been going 24 7 for a long time but yeah so you know you hit eight o'clock and we get 90s music 80s music 70s music unsigned bands rap uh indie music too and then on the weekends it actually gets, it gets pretty crazy on the weekends um they do they open it up for community programming so there's a lot of like different different types of music there's a polka show there's an armenian show somebody i think plays arabic music there's an irish show as well um and then of course on sundays and i think maybe saturdays too we have a ton of religious programming like we we have a constant stream going for for mass and religious talk things like that i know that the campus ministry is is involved some sometimes they come on air and they, they talk about um you know, just, just different things, really, like success in your life, whatever religion, anything, yeah. So we do have, we have religious programming. We have all different kinds of music that's open to the community to get shows on. We have our music. We do news and sports, too. I kind of forgot to mention that. Yeah, we do, we really do everything. There's always news breaks, every shift, and sports coverage for all WSU sports is on. So, yeah, we, it, it's good. It, it gives a really great opportunity to students as well, because coming from someone who came in as politics, not interested in broadcasting, I got to go on air and be a newscaster and read out traffic reports. I got to do stuff with the music. I got to see what the sports department does. You know, like they do a lot of stuff. So it's a great career tool for anyone at Seton Hall to have. Awesome. I love it. Uh, how have you done any like I know you mentioned you interviewed uh, Dio's um, 
widow, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, who else have you interviewed where you're like, I cannot believe I'm interviewing this person. Like, this is insane. Like, or any interviews that like really spoke to you? Because I really like the interview. I like conversation, obviously. I don't know like how much you're into. All right. This is this is kind of not like an obscure band. They're big in like the metal world. But Napalm Death. Have you ever heard of them? Yeah. No. They're, pro- they're like basically if you like metal, like you really like metal, you'll be a huge fan of Napalm Death. But if you don't really like metal, you're not going to know them. I interviewed their frontman, man, uh, Barney, a couple weeks back. And that was really, really cool. That was one of those moments where I'm just like, wow, this is this is happening. Yeah. Um, Corey Glover from uh, Living Color. If the um, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had a nice a, a nice phone call with Corey Glover. Uh, there's some up and coming bands that I've Enterprise Earth is like a not an up and comer, but they're a smaller name. Like they're making a name for themselves now. I interviewed them. Iris is a South American slash Atlanta Georgia based band that is is an, a new up and comer. I interviewed them. I think that's about all I've done now, but. There have been some really, really big interviews. If you head, if you check out, um, we, we are on YouTube. We're on basically everything. If it exists, we're on it at, uh, at WSOU. So SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube are like our big platforms for interviews. I know there's one that one of my friends did with Nickelback recently. Wow. Which, you know, I know that whether you, I don't know, whether you like Nickelback or not, that's definitely like a large a big name they're like a big force in the music world for a, a long time so there was nickelback there's uh guys from trivium have been interviewed i know people from testament sleeping with sirens we've had interviews with so i personally have only done a handful but i have one friend i oh gosh he must have, have done like almost a hundred of them but yeah uh we we, we get some big names it's, it's interesting it's cool i found through the doing this podcast like you'll talk to like famous people and you expect yourself to feel one way and then you just realize how everyone is pretty much the same person it's pretty insane like everyone has different stories but mo- that's why i hate that the country's so divisive right now is because ev- you really realize through talking to more people that everyone is just wants the same thing and that's just mm-hmm. like healthy have their family be okay and just everyone to be nice to each other yeah i mean yeah it, it really is like that because i I did that interview with Wendy Dio and this is actually really cool because it got posted. I edited it, it got posted. It got picked up by this website called Blabbermouth, um, which is like a pretty, pretty decent size, like upper tier, I guess, website for, for metal news, which isn't really saying a lot because it's heavy metal news, but it's one of the, one of the forces in, in metal, I guess, on the internet. But yeah, we had a really nice, we just had a nice talk. We just chatted about Dio and I found out that Dio loved dogs and he used to have this massive dog and he would walk it down the street and get two ice cream cones, one for him, one for his dog. I mean, crazy stuff. But yeah, so you talk to these people and Corey Glover, I mean, he he is a name in music, really. He's Living Color is a big band. Cult of Personality is a huge song. And, you know, they, they call you on the phone and they're like, hey, what's up? This is Liam from WSU. And I'm like, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it, it's neat to see those people kind of like not off guard but in like a relaxed setting like whether it's a zoom call or on the phone just talking just chatting just picking their brain about about music and everything which is see them in living color yeah honestly (laughs) yeah and it it, it's a neat tool for me to have too because like we almost get to act as professionals but 
we're really just students at a, at a club. I mean, WSU is so much more than just a club on campus. Like we all view it as, you know, it's like internship experience. Like I'm really getting to do a ton of cool stuff, which is why it's really just so phenomenal for the students to have this. But yeah, there's nothing else that's going to let you just call up a celebrity that has, you know, millions of people in their fan base and just talk to them on the phone on like a Friday night. Like not a lot of other college stations would let you do that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. But, but, but then like after you do it, you realize how normal people are. Like we only see such a microcosm of what people are actually like, you know, um, uh, what, what's the, who's the guy from uh, Living Color? Oh, Corey Glover. Corey Glover, sorry. Um, <laughs> Corey Glover, Corey Glover, like he's not always like, look in my eyes. Sometimes he's just like, you know, I don't know. He probably smoked a couple cigarettes in his day and was boring a lot of times, you know, and it doesn't mean he's a cool guy. We're all boring a lot of the time. And you really do see that. And you always have fake, you know, how fake the world around us can really be sometimes. And it really brings you down to earth. Liam, you've been a phenomenal guest. I want to give you this opportunity to plug whatever you want. Take as much time as you need. We've got it. So please, where can people find you, WSOU, anything? All right. That's perfect. I got a couple. Actually, the, you caught me at a pretty, pretty awesome day. We just announced, we just made a big announcement yesterday. So I'll run through my stuff that I was just going to mention. And then also, to that. This, will, this will probably be out in December. All right. That's, that's fine. You're right whenever you want. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. I'll just message me whenever it's going to come out. We'll cross promote whatever. Perfect. All right. So, uh, yeah, you know, I am Liam Glenn from WSOU. I have a DJ shift. If you, if anybody wanted to check that out, it's every Tuesday morning from 10 a.m. to one in the afternoon. I uh, I go by the Eagle. It's my DJ name, so feel free to uh, call me up there too. You know, we're uh, always in the booth, always taking requests. And then yeah, so just WSOU as a whole. You can find us at WSOU.net. We put our interviews, we put our sports coverage, our news coverage up on WSU.net. We have a merchandise store with. Tons of cool t-shirts, uh, stickers, pins, hoodies, the millions of cool things, honestly. We have a great, great, like, merch-making department in our station. Uh, yeah, WSC was on everything else. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We have a TikTok. I don't know how active that is anymore. But then SoundCloud, YouTube, Spotify, we have playlists, everything, WSOU. And then yesterday, we just announced, um, I guess if this comes up in December, it probably won't be going on anymore. But it's called Skates Giving, and we're partnered with a local skate shop called Check Your Head Skateboards, which is pretty cool. They do heavy metal-themed skateboard decks, so you can check us out on WSU like, for a chance to win those skateboards. But in the event that that's over in December, there is always another chance to win things. We do giveaways constantly on Facebook, Instagram, and on air. So if you ever want to listen in or check out on Facebook, there is basically like a 100% chance that you're going to at least have a chance to win some free stuff we just finished up um vinyl vinyl toberfest so the entire month of october we gave away like rare limited edition like down to 50 like 50 vinyls worldwide we gave like one or two of them way on air every single day uh for the entire month of october so yeah your promotions department over at SCU is always always cooking up good stuff so don't uh don't ever hesitate to hit us up on facebook instagram or call in on air Perfect. Yeah. All that stuff will be in the video description below on Spotify. There will be the website and everything. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I swallowed my own spit. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. I had a great time talking with you, brother. Before you go, ask all my guests this. Please suggest a book or a quote that you love. Ooh, a book or a quote that I love. 
Oh man, this is this is hard. Purposely the hardest question of the day. Everyone me... always does the same thing. They're like, oh man. All right. Give me give me one second to think about this. Yeah, take your time. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man, a book or a quote that I love. Okay. I don't have a quote on the top of my head, and like I'm not gonna waste time looking one up, but <laughs> pick a quote. So I'll go. I'll go with a book. I think maybe my favorite book of all time would have to be would have to be Lord of the Flies. That would be like my favorite book. And I think that a lot of what's in the book, like the the social messages underneath are very like reminiscent of what heavy metal sings about, like about society and like, really, what are we like? Why are we acting like this? And I know we were talking about uh, music and politics a little bit earlier. So yeah, I guess one of my favorite book commentary on life, definitely Lord of the Flies. That would have to be a book that I think everyone should, should read. That was a great one. Full circle. And I did not expect it. Everyone, this is Liam. Thank you so much. Make sure you check him out. Listen to him on WSOU. Again, uh, what's the station one more time for everybody? 89.5 FM. 89.5 FM. I hope I got that right. <laughs> yeah, perfect, perfect. All right, everybody. See you later. Thank you. Thanks, Glenn.